back to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Uh, we'll have our playoff discussion next hour. The new rankings come out. Not dramatically different. Ohio State did move up uh, to fourth after the Michigan State loss. They were previously third. They moved down to number seven. And you had Oregon move up to third. Um, but there are some interesting arguments that go with the latest rankings. Yeah, They didn't honor necessarily everything they said they were going to honor. It's a big deal to some. Others say it'll all work itself out. But uh, I do want to have that discussion. Cincinnati at five, too, for those That's right. interested. Uh, so they move up. Um, but it's going to be very difficult for Cincinnati you know, if, to stay Al- there. Uh, to stay there, especially if Georgia doesn't beat Alabama or if Oklahoma yeah. wins out. There are a lot of scenarios that we'll talk about a little bit later on that could happen. Um, we had this discussion yesterday, I think even before the show, what should be the minimum minimum expecta- expectation for Scott Frost going into 2022? Uh, I saw Tom Chattel wrote today for the Omaha World Herald, 6-6, six and six, and he said his, his box was just getting full of people angry uh, that he said 6-6. Six and six. Are, you, are you kidding me? 6-6? Six and six? And his argument is incremental progress. Let's just get to a bowl game, for crying out loud. Yeah. Let's get used to winning. This team doesn't know how to win at all. Uh, and the more they can, I mean, not that he had anything against going eight and four or nine and four or whatever, uh, but his argument is just get to a bowl game. You haven't done that in five years. What do you think of that argument? Um, it, it's frustrating because I think that it's, I think you have a difference between kind of the expectations and the minimum expectation, right? I think the minimum expectation will finally be six and six. And we've been saying that's the minimum for years and it hasn't, they just haven't lived up to it. So if they go five and seven next year and lose a bunch of one possession games, I don't think it's going to be worth it. I think by at that point, you're just kind of, you know, you, you, you can't have that excuse anymore. But I do think if they, you know, if they go six and six, that is incremental prog- progress, and, and and we can have our own, like, it just sounds kind of crazy, right? We can have our own little local, hey, we want to get to eight or nine wins yeah. now, which is which is good, and I think that moving the bar up is good long-term for Nebraska, but nationally, if you go three and nine, and then you go six and six the next year, that's a good job. That's a yeah. that's like that's good yeah. progress. So I just don't know if so you can expect. So maybe you intentionally win the, the you intentionally lose the next couple of games, so you can get to anything is better than three. You're good. I don't think they have to intentionally do a whole lot. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, I mean, I, but still, like if you go for, even if you win one, if you go four and eight, and then the next year you go six and six, that's progress, isn't it? Uh, under like kind of a just is. throwing an offense together, would you want to give up? You want to throw that out after one year after making progress? Yeah, but a lot of people will not be happy knowing that the schedule lightens and you were, you know, within nine points and in most cases one score all season long of being who knows where. Uh, where would the record be? Probably nine and three seem reasonable if you win all those or most of those one score games. Uh, it's not impossible to think that. So if you're thinking that with a much harder schedule in your mind, well, they should be eight and four this year or seven and five this year. Right. Uh, And you flip those games and you become better at special teams. You're going to win those close games. So the, we're going to think minimum eight or nine wins next year. Do you believe it? No, I Do don't believe, believe it. it. I don't believe it at half all. Half a second that they're going to win eight or nine games. But that's next the year? logic. That's the logic. If you're thinking that's the reason Scott Frost 
needs to come back because they're close. That's the close argument right. that you get all the time. One score games and with better special teams, with a better offensive coordinator, with better offensive staff, you're going to win those games. So that should be the minimum expectation. Uh, and quite frankly, Trev Alberts is basically saying you got one year to fix this thing. He's not. He's not extending yeah. the runway back to this seven. This isn't a new, brand new. The start. coach is yeah. taking a big uh, pay cut, uh, one million dollars, and the buyout has been reduced to seven point five million dollars. This is a big deal that you get it done and get it done right away. You fix these things, and fixing these things for a lot of people is not six wins. It's not. Yeah, we won a few close games with an easier schedule this year. That's not really progress. I just don't know though because if I mean if you're switching if you're saying that you don't want to blow it up because it's close and then they get better um, and then you blow it up because it's not uh, as what? better as your un- unrealistic expectations I, were. I don't think they will I don't blow know it up. if that makes any this sense. This is my expectation not uh Trev Alves. Yeah. Uh and I think they're very different. And a lot of it is how does it look? Yeah, you went 6 and 6 but you, Ohio State beat you 70 to 3. Or I just with, think it's weird if you're going to have preseason expectations that are different than all the preseason magazines have. Yeah. If everybody else thinks that 6-6 six and six would be pretty good for you and yet they think that that's the movement of where it's going yeah. and you're just sitting there going, we yeah. want eight or nine wins because I, I just I, – I don't know. This is why the, the whole the – whole, Retaining and and th- I mean you you kind of got to and and Albert has said he's not going to make a clear win total yeah. the mark so we're not going to necessarily know what he's thinking yeah. but I just uh, this is this continues to be a mess yeah. because the whole thing's somewhat of a mess four six four five six eight five Honda Lincoln Hotline Sauter Heyman text line we accept you on either uh, Tim welcome in hi thanks for the call hey guys hey um I've I've been a proponent on your guys' show and other shows. Um, throughout the season that, that Scott needs to go. Um, but I will take a step back as, as a rational Husker fan and say, hey, we've shown the most progress this year, to me, more than the rest of the years combined. We showed that we can play with the big boys. We did make mistakes. We, we do need to get better on special teams. But Trev is basically saying, fan base, I, I've got Scott on, Scott on watch right now. I, I'm keeping my eye on him and what's going on. Taking that pay cut down to buyout down to seven and a half million dollars, that, that that's a huge statement to me right there because we've been notorious for buying out coaches left and right. What's really going to be curious is if Adrian comes back next year because if Adrian does not come back and we're relying on the two guys that we basically know nothing about, if I'm Scott. I'm going to the transfer portal because I cannot bank on those guys on the quarterback roster to save my career for me. So if I, what do you guys think is going to happen? Do you, the guys earlier on the show the other day mm-hmm. um, in the morning said that Martinez did not sound like he was going to come back. No. But if Adrian doesn't come back, don't you think he's got to go to the portal? I, I mean, he's got to do something. because. Yeah. And, and, and that's my next question for you guys. What do you do if you're Scott? I know you want to be loyal to Adrian, but if you don't think Adrian's coming back, why don't you get those other guys in these games and get them at least? I, I know it's crazy. I would get them at least a quarter. I know that's nuts. Yeah. Quarter, quarter combined, couple series each. What do you think, guys? Thanks. Thanks, Tim. What do you think? You want to take that one? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think it does. It feels like this is the end of Martinez's career at, at Nebraska. Whether it means he, he moves on to the pros or, or goes to be a grad transfer himself. Um, it just, I, I don't know if part of Scott Frost pitch, because at some point, 
he's can't be your quarterback. You just can't rely yeah. on Adrian Martinez um, as much as you do. So um, I, I think it. I think that it, it feels like it's time to move on. But at the same time, you like he said, you're worse if he moves on. Whether um, that means he's starting or not. But as far as competition, you're not. You're not as good if he moves on. And that again brings um, the conversation very hard to do this. Um, this whole you know what are they going to go next year? You don't know what the quarterback looks like. You don't know what the offensive coordinator looks like. But we're, you're buried so far deep going into year five um, that you have to have some sort of big time or you know bigger um, expectation. Um, but you know I don't think it's absolutely crazy to get those guys some some. Uh, experience. It, it, yeah. it looks like, from what we heard today, um, JoJo's got a decision to make, but Frost said just about everybody else is is oh. ready to go, and that includes Adrian. So I think they'll continue to to try to give it their best effort and have Adrian try to win this year. But to me, it says a lot that they never really went to Logan. They never really yeah. went to any of the backup quarterbacks. When last year they went to Luke McCaffrey, that tells me that Luke McCaffrey was closer. Then the backup quarterbacks was there, at least their trust, and Luke McCaffrey was not even close. I, I liked what I saw from Logan Smothers, but I, if you're not, if he's not ready, they know. They know that uh, what they can win six games. And again, back to the that argument. Uh, what's the minimum expectation for Scott Frost next year? Uh, you're seeing a lot of that on the text line. Some are saying eight or nine, uh, but you got to get to six. And if he gets to six, this is the way I'm thinking, they won't fire him. Because uh, you did make progress. You made that argument. It's not good enough. I, I'm not saying it's good enough, but the minimum expectation is get to six. And you can't just say, well, the schedule gets easier because Nebraska has proven they always play down to the level of competition or up to the level of competition. So that doesn't really matter. Uh, look like a well-coached football team is my minimum expectation. Along the way, win games that you should win. Uh, and that's six for me. I, you know, I, I came in, you know, this, our prediction, I had seven and five. You had six and six. Neither of us are right. Uh, but obviously, if he doesn't get to six, it doesn't matter. He's not back. Right. He's, he's not back. And for the easier schedule next year, yes, it, it's definitely easier to start. You have, you have North Dakota and Georgia Southern before the Oklahoma game at home this year. And then your first few conference games aren't bad. Rutgers, Indiana, Northwestern, two of those on the road. Um, but, you know, your final six games are against teams that you've just lost to, and, and a lot of them multiple times, you know, as far as the streak goes. You, you finish with Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois, and Iowa. Um, so... I, you know, it, it's just not going to be easy. And that's part of the, the discussion moving forward, too, is, you know, we, we've talked about, you know, the big time games and being disappointed in the Minnesota and the Purdue's. The Minnesota and the Purdue's are top 25 level teams. They've right. Purdue's right there. Minnesota was there last last week. Purdue's currently there. There's it's not going to be easy. You're never going to have an yeah. easy schedule in the Big Ten. Um, so, you know, you're, you're going to have to get done. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's significantly easier than this year. I get it. Yeah. The crossovers aren't as bad. Um, so, I mean, you need to see that progress. I like your, 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 the argument that you mentioned earlier that the SNP, try to go off the SNP rankings. Yeah. Nebraska's closer to a 7 8 win team now than what the rest yeah. record shows. So that makes you believe that they can push, you know, push some buttons and get over the top. But I think this, the other thing is, I just think this next year's team's going to be significantly different. What happens if your defense, after having a but you know losing a bunch of studs, yeah. which might happen this year, isn't as good, yeah. and then you have a makeshift offense that you're trying to to get things going in year one with a new quarterback. That's not a recipe for you know a great season. Chemistry is a weird deal, uh, and you're going to lose a lot of leaders this year, as we all know. 
whether you're talking about JoJo or Stilly or perhaps it's Adrian, whoever. Sometimes you can bring all ba- the same guys back, but one thing changes, and you don't even know why it changes, and you're just not as good. Chemistry is just a weird thing to calculate that we all, we have all the same guys coming back, so we should be good, or we have added this guy or this guy. Uh, I think we just saw some evidence of that uh, with Nebraska basketball. Not that I don't believe in Nebraska basketball. I think we're going to be fine overall. Um, but here's what we know we want, right, Bach? We want to go 8-4 and four during the regular season and then right. win a bowl game. What does that mean? 9-4, and 9-4. and four. The Huskers are going to be 9-4. and four. They could be 10-4, and four, but probably not because they're 9-4, and 9-4. and four. They're not bad, they're just 9-4. and four. That, that was a big hit here on the ticket for a while, the 9-4 and four song. I can't believe we didn't give that out as like a Christmas gift or become yeah. a ticket bestseller. Uh, should we take a quick call before we go to break? Chris uh, on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Hi, Chris. Hi, guys. I just got a couple suggestions. Um, first of all, if Adrian leaves, I think we need to simplify the offense, simplify the playbook, as well as go to quarterback camp, running back camp, and – break things down, make things easier for the team so we can start building it back up. Granted, they've got a complicated system, but it's not that hard to make things easier at the beginning and then add stuff as we go along. It's not too much to add. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Uh, by the way, uh, one of the things that Frost said today, and Chris Bassnett of the Lincoln Journal Star shared it with us, is that Frost doesn't anticipate the offense changing much, which I'm actually happy about. I like the way uh, it works when it works. Like, Northwestern was a thing of beauty. I was crying. It was 56-7, to 7, 427 yards. That's the version of this offense that I would like to see going forward. And if you could get some of that, uh, maybe half of what you saw against Northwestern on a regular basis, I would take that in a heartbeat. I, I, I'm excited that they want to continue down the path. It's not for me the offense. It's the execution of the offense. Yeah, and, 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 you know, it's just, it's tweaks. You know, the offense is, I think, I, I have to go back and look by now, but I, I, at least going into last week was second in the, in the league in total offense. Um, you know, it's just the tweaks that you need to make to get, uh, you know, at the right times to get things going, especially in the red zone, stuff like that. And, but I do agree with him. If it's not going to be, if it's not going to be Adrian, I agree with Chris that you, you are going to want to simplify the offense. Um, and you know whoever it is, because it'll, it'll be their first year in this new offense that you're kind of just kind of putting together. But it's also weird that you're just going to make tweaks yet four of the guys are out. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's just it's it's but, fascinating to see what what moves they make. Yeah, I don't know that it matters. I mean, C.J. Stroud is in his very first year at Ohio State. He seems to be doing okay. Uh, you know, young at Alabama is in his very first year. He's doing fine. But you're the one that's been arguing for years. Take less, make this less about the quarterback. Uh, I agree. If you simplify the offense. But I agree. But I, I, here's what I, what frustrates me about Nebraska's offense is that he has to be great every single game for Nebraska to win. Yeah. I understand your quarterback's going to have to win games. Tom Brady has to win games. Brett Favre had to win games all the time. And Aaron Rodgers and great quarterbacks had to win games, but they don't have to always win the game. And sometimes just by running or running the offense that is catered to success without having to play brilliant, you know, take it, take the, the single and that Nebraska yeah. Oz offense can't take the single. Uh, a, a lot of singles, together are as good as one big grand slam 
uh, I, I just think I, I would like to see more of that. I mean, I've said that since Adrian and Tommy and uh, not just Adrian but, and Tommy, but Taylor and, and on and on and on. Yeah. How many times has the, uh, the running back been open? Just check it down. I, it, feel, it feels like that's what I'm talking about. Like the quarterback shouldn't have to be spectacular all the time. Uh, and with a better running game, they will be. Um, and of course, Nebraska is getting the new offensive line coach. But the first things first, you got to have an offensive coordinator. That's going to be the big thing. And maybe you hire an offensive coordinator and let him hire his guys. Yeah, that'll be I, interesting. I think that's kind of the, the way whole, you do it. The whole, you know, the process here. That offensive coordinator hire, obviously, the most important moving forward. It's huge, and I, I want to be excited about it. I, I don't want to have to look up his name on Wikipedia. Uh, I, I hope it's somebody, unlike Mike Riley, I was going, no, I know who that is, but that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, that's not good. Uh, let's get to break. Come back with Wingman. Today it's Wednesday, so I'm going to read the lyrics to a famous song. You identify the song. I think it kind of crystallizes how Husker Nation is feeling right now, so I, I came up with a song that I think is appropriate. It's Wingman, your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings, 464-5685. We'll do it coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach 